tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, let the buzz begin. Hey, Sleepy Hollow fans. Hey, maybe some Bones fans that found your way here. You're tuning into the Sleepy Hollow After Show at AfterBuzz TV. We are still figuring out how we feel, and we're going to... So thank you for joining us to work through that. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. Uh, let's take a moment to listen to this. We're, we're playing both songs yeah. at the same time. You can yeah. hear both. It's so, awesome. For um, those of you who are listening, you'll probably only recognize Sleepy Hollow. Do people watch Bones anymore? Well, let, hold on. Let me introduce... I'm, I'm Zach, your host, Zach Wilson. You tweet me throughout the week, throughout the show at Bat Zach Wilson. I've got an eye on you guys in the chat roll as well. And let me introduce you to my panel for this evening. As always, Jackie Borowski's here. Holla, holla. As usual... <laughs> What's up, <the> face? <laughs> Stephen wow. Lemieux is here. Hey, I'm back. Yes, Stephen Lemieux is here making us wish he wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> per the huge. Um, and we brought in a special uh, guest host for tonight's show. Um, After Buzz TV, uh, one of our, our other hosts here, Lucretia Lyon. Hey, guys. I'm your resident Bones expert, I guess, because I'm yep. the only one still watching. <laughs> Literally, we put out a casting yeah. call in L.A., and we got one response. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's the only way I got this job, is I was the only one who responded. We offered, like, three grand, and literally, she walked up to us without wanting the money, and we're like, oh. okay, cool. I know, I support Bones for free, apparently. Apparently. You're the last one doing that, too. Um, well, we wanted to bring somebody in who had watched Bones. Like, we were very open about the fact that, like, it just wasn't a show that any of the three of us had ever gotten into. Um... You know, we had discussed this. Uh, we had discussed this many, 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 many times when we were talking about how weird the crossover was. And I was thinking back to other crossovers that there have been. There's been, wasn't there like an Angels of Shield and uh, Angels of Shield, Angels of Shield, Agents of <laughs> Shield, and uh, <laughs> wasn't there an Agents of Shield crossover with one of their other? Well, Agents of Shield is itself a transmedia property, right. and that mm. it is built on the fact that it is part of the Marvel movie universe. Right. So they have had characters from the movies, but that's less of a crossover and more of just like this is a, a break, this is a spin-off. Oh, I, they didn't have um, a show with Agent uh, crossover with Agent no, Carter. No, Arrow and Flash. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they, oh, they did they did have Agent Carter, but Agent Carter was in itself like also a spin-off. So what? it was like a little bit different. But, but I'm just what I'm just trying to say is that you usually pick two worlds that are similar and I understand that both of these shows occur in our world, but the world of Sleepy Hollow, when you're talking about, like, show tone and fans, is so different from mm-hmm. the tone and the fans of Bones that um, even watching it, I was noticing myself get really annoyed that they were using all this, like, doctor speak. I'm like, I don't care what the gazumpa dumpa is, or whatever. <laughs> like, just get to the point. The blonde guy. There were so like, many he, words. so red. Like, the blonde guy who was like, 
Oh, that's the da 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 Like, he looked like he was even, like, squinting to read it off the top. He's, like, reading it from a note card in his pocket. But, um, but, but, oh, sorry, I just have one more thing. But then it came to Sleepy Hollow, and this is how much of a, like, this is how much of a, I guess, genre nerd I am. I kept, like, pausing and rewinding, and I'm like, I have to know the name of the weird rune. And I'm like, yet I don't care about the actual medical things that are probably related <laughs> to something real. I gotta know. Before we break it down, I, I just want to know right off the bat to see if our opinions change after talking about it. From a scale of two thumbs down to two thumbs up, where are you at with this whole crossover? How is that a scale? What is the scale? Thumbs away a good deal. I, I mean, it's I not can, even like a one to five. I, I it's can like give a an, mess. I like can a give mess an answer there, though. You can have I, zero thumbs. That's like the fifth. I can give an answer, though. I will give this one thumb up. Okay. Because this was, admittedly, better than I expected. Uh, my basic my basic overall imp- impression right at, at the, the top of it was, I, I get, immediately I get the sense that this was a network note, as I think you could anyone could have told you. <laughs> right. The network decided, these two shows are going to be on the same night, so we're going to have them cross over now. We knew that and, when he held it over candlelight, and it was on a TV screen, and it showed English letters poked through. You're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but I thought that the writers of each episode did a good job, did as good a job as they could have done with this weird task that they had been given. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that there was a few points here and there that um, the, the, like, I didn't think Ichabod sounded like Ichabod a few mm-hmm. times on Bones. Um, I can't speak for how the Bones character, and that's why Lucretia's here yeah. to speak about how they translated on Sleepy. Um, specifically, the the Vulcan line. I love that. I love that. It, it that made line. me laugh, but it like. Took you out of your like, why did you know what that is? It took me out of it because Ichab- when Ichabod calls out something like that, he always makes, he always, always proud of himself or referencing the fact where he heard it from. Mm. It was just so off the cuff, it felt like it was just part of his natural life, and it wasn't the way that a joke like that is handled on Sleepy Hollow. We should have seen him earlier watching Star Trek. Yes, it was too out of nowhere for me. It, it just wasn't quite on. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it because I feel like he's trying to fit into our world, and um, I, I didn't mind it at all. Lucretia. Yeah, honestly, you know, I'm a little behind on Sleepy Hollow, but I am very familiar with Ichabod and his charm, so I liked the line, especially because I am a Star Trek nerd myself, and I was just like, oh, that's adorable, but it was just, you know, like well, Ichabod so makes as, women. As a, yeah, as a Bones fan, yeah. like, would, like, in this weird thumb scale we've been <laughs> yeah. given. Um, how, and, and also just explain it with words. Yeah. How did you feel about about this episode? How did you feel about having Sleepy Hollow and Bones colliding? Well, I feel like I'm in a therapist session because it's like, how do I feel? Well, uh, like you said, I honestly thought it was better than I thought it was going to be because Bones is a very science-based show and she they've had like supernatural possibilities and then it's always disproven in the end like you know zombies voodoo anything like that and it's always proven to be nope it was just a human who did it so it was kind of odd but I did like that in the Bones episode that they really didn't touch on the supernatural too much to where it would just be unbelievable so I thought that that kept it in well but yeah like you said the sleepy hollow people on bones didn't seem like themselves per se and i agree with them i mean they only had booth and brennan come over to sleepy hollow and it was just they made them a little too lovey-dovey it's like yes they're a couple and they have two kids but they're they really aren't like that (laughs) 
They referenced having sex a lot. I know that was really <laughs> awkward. It was. That's I think not. Normal. You kind of you kind of got the feeling that the Bones writers think that Ichabod just makes like Back to the Future, not Back to the Future. Um, <laughs> what is that movie called with the with Brendan Fraser? Encino Man. Not Encino. No, that's Polly Shore. They they kind of feel like Ichabod is, is yeah. Brendan oh, Fraser from Blast from the Past. Yes. Yeah. We're in the bomb shelter and, and he meets just, the girl from Pasadena. And he's gonna make oh, references amazing. that are funny, but like nobody really thinks they're that like they're out of nowhere. <laughs> and then you think the sleepy hollow riders are just like Oh, Bones, they work together, but they bang. Okay, they're going to make lots of sex jokes. <laughs> like, each of them is just have a, like, a very vague exaggeration of what each character is on the other show. I give this... Well, how many thumbs did you give it? Uh, one. <laughs> okay. One, one, one thumb, thumb up. One thumb up. I'm, I'm going to give it one... And a half thumbs up. <laughs> so I give it one and a half thumbs How up. How can you make the scale and then <laughs> disobey it? <laughs> How did I disobey it? I have a hinge in my thumb which allows me to do halves, Zach. I could All right. do All right. two half Continue. thumbs up. Just explain yourself. So I actually really thought it was pretty good. I There's a lot of times when I was watching it and I looked at Zach and I'm like... What? <laughs> um, especially when the random guy in the Bones episode was just like, I lost my wife two years ago. Like, when did you have a wife? And what the hell? Where did that come from? Yeah, there's a couple moments in Bones where I'm just like, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, we, I don't. We had a lot. We like, missed something. The handle of the dagger in Sleepy Hollow three episodes ago, where it's like, wait, how do yeah. they know what the handle looks oh, like? Oh, but the but the, in Bones they had the portrait search database <laughs> that could just yeah. you could recreate from this guy's headless body <laughs> what his face looked like, and then search facial recognition on all the portraits. Well, that is the Angela Tron, and basically any stupid thing that they are looking for, magically there's a database in the Angelotron. I love this. And the thing is, is this show's (laughs) not based in fantasy. It's supposedly a fact, but the Angelotron seems pretty fantasy-oriented. So, one of the main things that I have, the biggest problem I have with The Strain Mm -hmm. is that people always be like, it's supposed to be a dumb (laughs) vampire show, just go with it. And I couldn't get into it, Mm because I would always try to make it seem more intelligent than it is. When you lead up to Sleepy Hollow with something like Bones, <laughs> like it really makes you appreciate Sleepy Hollow a lot. So it made me really enjoy the episode. <laughs> I don't want that to sound as bad as it did, but I really enjoyed Sleepy Hollow. Today. As a Bones watcher, I completely agree that I'm like, I need to start watching Sleepy Hollow again. This is way better. But Bones checked out when Sweets did, so... <laughs> Cinematography, directing, even the writing, I was just like, I highly enjoy Sleepy Hollow. I think that might have been like the writer's way of saying, "Like, guys, look, we made." It's not as bad as this. It's not <laughs> as bad as this. <laughs> so stay on board. If Bones can get six seasons or whatever the hell it yeah. is, give it us like the 10 time or something. Yeah, it's like in the eleventh season. Yeah. yeah, this made me be like, you know what? I'll watch Sleepy <laughs> Hollow again. Yeah. Like, I'll enjoy Sleepy Hollow again because I know that there's Satan out there with other terrible shows starring Angel. <laughs> oh, Angel! How many thumbs, um, Jackie? Going on Steven's thumb scale, I'm actually going to do one thumb up and one thumb down. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Because you said you could do two thumbs up and two thumbs it down. It would even out, except for the fact that she's Jackie. <laughs> so the rating stands. I do what I want. 
Um, the reason I do that is because the one thumb is for the things I liked in both episodes. Um, I, I liked that it as a whole was decent. It wasn't a train wreck. Um, it, like Steven, I appreciated Sleepy Hollow more. And, um, the thumbs Don't say down. Don't like Steven after you say it wasn't a train wreck, please. <laughs> no, I'm trying to avoid that. That's not what sentence I meant. I meant like you. I I um I appreciated Sleepy Hollow more. Not like you that things are a train wreck. Um, <laughs> anyway, there were there were certain things in both episodes that bugged me. In the Bones episode, I was bugged by how and this happens with procedurals. How neatly everything was tied into. N- not one person asked for their attorney, which. Um, for those of you who probably know listening, I work for uh, a production legal department. So I'm like, why would you not shut up and say, I need representation? Instead, you just sit there and say, well, um, yeah, I murdered her, but I didn't really mean to. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what the F? It was what a very, very, it was a very cliche storyline for Bones because like there's, it's been done on CSI, it's been done on CSI New York, it's been done on NCIS, it's been on NCIS Los Angeles with the people who are like, we're death chasers. Oh my god, one of us accidentally died. <laughs> oh, who is it? It's the person who was helping them die in the first place. Duh. In this case, it wasn't. Also, I'm pretty sure once he said the words, I think I should talk to a lawyer. Pretty much any lawyer worth his salt could get the rest of his confession thrown out. <laughs> um, because they like, no, you don't need a lawyer right now. Um, no, you have to get him a lawyer. The other thing that bothered me was um, we have the Sean Patrick, what's his last name? Thomas. Thomas, not Clary. not Powder. It's Sean Patrick Thomas who uh, had uh, a part with Julia Stiles in that Save the Last Dance, was it called? And then he was in Cruel Intentions. He was like the big guy in like every movie. He was the token black guy in every movie. Like, because it was She's All That. And they even joke about it in Not Another Teen movie, how he's like, oh. Uh, the other guy's like, I'm supposed to be the only black guy at this party. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. So, well, speaking, <laughs> of to- speaking, speaking of token black guys, um, we opened up the episode with... Of Sleepy Hollow. Of, well, no, of, of, <laughs> yeah. of, of, of both, I, I guess, with um, these kids. and I'm getting into the actual storyline yeah. now. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, where Walt from Lost was throwing a kegger <laughs> oh, this, uh, yeah, in this a is church. Yeah. Um, I feel like he learned nothing from the island. I know. What would but, Michael think? Um, I think I literally turned to Steven. Steven, it's Walt! And Steven had no idea what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, sorry guys. I don't like shows that end badly. <laughs> didn't. It's great. Not a point, Not for tonight. Um, so that kicks out. That's how they found the body. Um, that eventually turned out to be General Howe. So random Which church. I'm so yeah. mad it what? was it was not headless. headless. I yeah. really, really, really wanted to. I would have loved was... Frankenstein. Yeah. No, Franklin. Well, Frankenstein's like he's. That's the thing. Is like they they reveal this body. I'm like, it can't be Abraham Van Brunt. We know what happened to his body. We like we know where his head. His head is on Frankenstein. His body is is it trapped in Pandora's box. Yeah. Um. So it can't be him. As much as I want Headless back on this show, he's not even in our graphic anymore. Yeah, we just got trees. 
We just got hashtag evil trees. Hashtag evil trees. We Make could, it happen. We, we couldn't afford, happen couldn't like afford anything more than trees in our budget. <laughs> I do like though that moment in Bones when they drop the pumpkin and it lands on the head, so it looks like the the headless horseman character with the pumpkin head. It was so gimmicky, but I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah, that was yeah, cheesy. I, mean, but I was adorable. all I was all about that. Let me throw this out there because you mentioned the pumpkin head guys. People in the chat. Uh, I do a network called Popcorn Talk where we do watch-alongs for TV shows. If me, Jackie, and Zach did a watch-along where we'd watch The Sleepy Hollow with um, Johnny Johnny Depp together, would you guys watch that with us? Would you guys do that? Just answer in the chat, comment below, because I want to know, because if there's enough of you that want it, we'll do it, like, next week and just... Watch it with us. Oh, that yes. sounds fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. That I sounds watch ridiculous. it. I love walking, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Your head so, but, is you off know. your body. General <laughs> Howe. crazy. General Howe. somewhere. General Howe, <laughs> jumping forward, um, is eventually brought back to life via a... a medallion. A medallion full a of maggots. A pog, yeah. basically. Um, hey, by, I was all about that pog. I had to write it down. It's a... Urus, Urus, I can't read my own hand. Urus, Nordic. Urus, Nordic rune. Basically written in the language of Dovahkiin of the Walking Dead Man. It just looked like Friday the 13th Part 6 whenever Tommy brings Jason back by just stabbing his maggot body. <laughs> if you're getting like a heat stone massage yeah. and they put that on you accidentally, I imagine. It's pretty much just sounding so that yes sounds cool. in the chat room. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, Basically, she 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 brings him back to life um, after she force chokes the driver, um, and you get the little like bones nod with mm. the little close up of the thing. It's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I like, I, I like the Pandora. She didn't speech. kill him. She didn't she did. kill him. She didn't. And people in chat are like, "Are Zach finally going to believe that she's not evil?" I'm like, no. She's still good. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Darius in the chat roll said, so are Zach and Steven willing to admit Pandora is evil now? She stole candy from that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and was that little girl dressed like the woman K- from Empire? Cookie. That's she what was yeah, cookie. she was cookie. <laughs> yes! And was Abby Beyonce? Or, Fox, like, we already yeah. put Bones and Sleepy Hollow together. Enough synergy. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that Jenny Everybody was a Canadian synergy. Mountie because... Um, She's Canadian. Yeah, she's Canadian. Oh, that really confused me because I've always had the hots for Dudley Do Right. <laughs> so now I'm sexually confused. I'm sorry. I just I just damaged yeah. my foot on this. Uh, I don't doubt it. Um, but it was that was a really funny moment with the little girl. But um, yeah. just on that just on that point though, like I just I watched the other last week's episode today too, and they called them Nupalatim or something like that. Nupalatim. I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, the other witnesses, Pandora oh, yeah. Yeah. which means destroyers in whatever Farsi or Sumerian. whatever Sumerian. So Farsi, what the? Crap? Just go with it. So they're the destroyers. So back to like episode two, and we're like, well, what if she needs them to destroy the evil that she brings out of the box? It seems to be helping her more than hurting her that they're destroying these things. Every time they destroy one, a new flower blooms, and she's happy. Just saying. That is true. She she is. Dep- Pandora is enjoying them taking care of these evil things that she sends at them. It could be that she sees it as a game, that she's toying with them while she readies whatever this evil tree is, but I, I there's more to the, her story. There's more think, than just she wants to kill the two of them. And they're building up, what's her face, the love interest for Ichabod right now? 
Oh, Zoe. 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 They're oh. building up Zoe, and they've gotten to her point. It's the first time we've gotten like some actual interest out of Ichabod. The last line of the episode is her saying, uh, finally the last flower, love. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh man, Zoe's gonna die! <laughs> I mean, you missed last week. I basically predicted Zoe's unfortunate death uh, right around mid-season, uh, followed by a time travel Betsy Ross <laughs> modern day. Um, I do predict, though, I do predict that maybe not, maybe not that it's up to her, but I predict that something happens where she becomes evil. And I, oh. I don't, I don't see it as like a Katrina where she chose to be evil. I see it more as a, she's, she will be stuck into a position where maybe she has to do something bad to Ichabod. <gasps> yeah. I could see that. Well, let's talk quickly about while we're on Zoe. Um, unlike I totally Ichabod. brought you off subject. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we, we want to talk about Zoe and like, we might as well do it because it was a really quick scene. We didn't have, we don't have texts and stuff to go over. There's a quick little Instagram. But nothing, nothing huge. Somebody called her Betsy Hussey. <laughs> um, I can, can you imagine being Ichabod and you, you, the girl you're like crushing on, you run to her and she's cosplaying as your ex-girlfriend. That's pretty, it was, <laughs> yeah. I thought actually like. What, a mind duck? I thought that was pretty funny. I feel like Justin Timberlake runs funny. into that problem a lot. <laughs> Probably. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was funny it's because like stop shaving your heads. I'm not into that. <laughs> I thought it was funny because um, the show was making fun of its itself. It was doing something that I that I love when fantasy television shows or sci-fi or whatever that it did in season one. Yeah, mm-hmm. went back to that. when it makes mm-hmm. fun of itself because it can't mm-hmm. take itself too seriously. So it knows it made Betsy Ross unnecessarily <laughs> sexy, and it says it basically is saying, "Hey, we did that." Hey. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh yeah, she's you know she was just a knitter." Blah, blah, blah. So I had to make it a little risque. It's like Ichabod's like, "Ooh, <laughs> if only you knew." Yeah, I mean, we basically are odd. just pretending <laughs> that Zoe is Caroline's twin sister yes. at this point, like, <laughs> and that's fine. Right? That's fine. Fix the mistakes Caroline? that we had. The the redhead. Carolyn the redhead oh, that we who died. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That, that everybody instantly loved and then they murdered. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great scene. I, 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 I'm, I'm very excited to see where they go with Zoe's storyline. Whatever it is, I, it feels like they're building somewhere interesting. They're not just, this isn't just a love interest to have a love interest. This is, this is going to have an effect on Ichabod's life in Good ways and bad ways. This Mostly will bad. this would segue well. into the thing in the Sleepy Hollow episode that irritated me is that um, we always have this like unnecessary scrutiny on just Ichabod's love life when we have other characters who are like people are like oh it's you guys are like oh it's because Ichabod's attractive everyone in this friggin' cast is attractive and so we don't focus really like Jenny up until. I mean, even when Jenny, when pe- we shipped uh, Fringe and Nicky Merle thing. Hell yeah. They didn't actually R. have R. any sort of, like, romantic whatever. Ichabod's the only character on the show who has actually, I think, kissed another character on the show. In, like, a romantic way. Well, Jenny and Holly last season. Yep. I mean, judge it, judge it how you will, yeah, but like true. they did, they did hook up. That's All true. The same but I mean, we have around. Abby, we have Abby, I'll and there's there is a stereotype of the strong, silent, like black woman, mm-hmm. and I think that 
we're getting kind of dicey into that territory because we're not having her. Um, we we've established that she had had a sexual relationship with her boss before he was her boss, and we haven't really touched on that again. And then she seems to be like unnecessarily cheering him on mm. into this dating thing when. I do know, I do believe that, like, we as women do that, at, and men don't really do that at all. Like, we we do that because we think it's a way of being supportive. But she was doing it too much to the point where I'm like, that's just weird. Especially because they had so many, like, it could be moments in the... Um, let me, this isn't just an it could be thing. No, no, but let me, let me speak to that real quick. Because throwing out the relationship thing, I think it's funny because we had the Bones episode where they just... Every moment was bringing up like, oh, you guys should get should married. It. It's great. It's amazing. It. Have sex. Have sex. Have sex. Because that's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> we're not. We're not. To, like Ichabod's like we're not together like that. And like you should really consider it. Whoa! You just met these people. <laughs> I think the, it was just so odd. I think the interesting thing is if you look at them as human beings, mm-hmm. two single people who are just friends, there's always, there's going to be some level of sexual tension between them. But if one of them becomes not single, it goes away. You're like, okay, I'm not worried anymore. Because I don't have to worry about it. So I think, I think there is that sexual tension there because they are both single and they both are connecting well. But I feel like Abby doesn't want that and I don't think Ichabod wants that. So I think, Okay, I let's, think Ichabod let's does, cheer Ichabod though. on because he hasn't had anyone since his bitch wife that didn't do anything for two seasons. So, you know what? He, he needs somebody who will hopefully not die within three episodes from now. But he why needs isn't somebody. He cheering Abby? Aggie, uh, because Abby, he doesn't know do about that. Reynolds, really. He doesn't really. He doesn't interact with Reynolds at all, except for and that let's one. And that. That's going to have all kinds of problems. I know, work. but my theory, my theory that he's doing that is because he actually. Remember in the first episode when he got a little, like, uh, miffed when he met her boss? And he, like, he wanted the boss to assume that they were, were like, sexual partners. <laughs> and then and then Abby was like, no, we're just roommates. I think he wants it more than she does. Well, that's... Just yeah. throwing that out there. I don't think either of them want Assuming it, but you people know where, want you something is how... Let's not get into that conversation. Uh, <laughs> like, so how about we get back to the Draugr storyline? I love um. the Draugrs. <laughs> they looked like the... I'm not going to say it because it's a potential spoiler if you don't watch Game of Thrones. But they also look just like the Draugrs from Oblivion. Spoiler? It's like the first White five walkers. minutes. They look yeah. like That's White Walkers. It's okay. minutes of the pilot. <laughs> it's a spoiler if you haven't started the <laughs> No, but the... Um, don't come here if you haven't yeah. seen Game of Thrones. If you guys watch no, Skyrim... You come. If you guys have played Skyrim <laughs> or if you've played any of the Morrowind story, like the Draugrs... any Dungeons and Dragons ever, mm. you know what a Draugr is. I like that they got that... that the monster in there. It's it's funny because like in games like Skyrim, like they're like really weak, boring characters. Most like the, the regular ones are, which I guess was the soldiers. But I liked this version, especially the idea that they're like made of maggots and they can like shoot underground. <laughs> That's my favorite yeah. thing. I was like, so weird. super groundhog. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Ren Einsburn in the chat says, "I'll be Matt for a sec." Don't use the B word. Yeah, I was gonna call you out on it, but let's let's not. It's that's the thing. Here, most of the time, I would say don't ever use that. Don't call women that. <laughs> but Katrina, not just because, not for any. She was evil. Yeah. She straight she, up tried she to kill people. Evil. Yes, 
She did try to. So I will not be defending her. She was doing some pretty B-related things. I'm sorry, guys. She had red hair. You didn't see it coming? (laughs) I'm going to put a kibosh on that. Hey, on the amazing show Under the Dome, there were some very nice redheads. (laughs) Amazing show Under the Dome. Well, Rachel LaFrev is very pretty. Just like you shouldn't say, like, a train wreck and then say me, you shouldn't say, like, the amazing show Under the Dome. I just mm-hmm. want people to watch my after show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, yeah, the, the Draugers were a great villain. I love the march through town. Oh, yep. that was so yeah. good. Um, it, That's exactly how people would react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, on they Halloween? Would. They would yeah. think it's a costume. Especially like, oh, so in cool. Sleepy Hollow. Like... Anywhere in the Northeast, really. Like, if you saw Colonial Soldiers, you'd be like, that's awesome. That's awesome cosplay. Um, I, I especially just, that, to me, was Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Um, like, that was so Sleepy Hollow to have Colonial-era soldiers, to have mm-hmm. red coats walking through a Halloween celebration about the Draugr red coats <laughs> walking through a Halloween celebration about to kill a whole bunch of people and then an SUV stops the musket rounds. <laughs> that is Sleepy Hollow in a nutshell. Yeah, and they didn't give them assault weapons, which I was happy with. I like that they kept the muskets. Yeah. Pandora wasn't all about like, hey, we're gonna beef you up like when we gave freaking the Headless Horseman a goddamn shotgun. <laughs> that was awesome. That was let's, awesome. Let's be, like, this was perfect for what it was, but Headless with a shotgun and an axe you, on his back was the greatest thing Sleepy Did you Hollis see the Lelou costume? Somebody was in a Lelou costume. <laughs> I didn't From see Fifth it. Element. I didn't yeah. see that. That's amazing. It but was yeah. just very brief. <laughs> it was very satisfying. And, like, I think they don't they don't really need Bones to have episodes like that. No, but no, I did, was, I did yeah. appreciate... There were certain things in Bones that I appreciate. I love that uh, Ichabod got all geeky that he could access all of their archives. And, and, then, and then it turns out that this we have this document where they match with his handwriting... And it was Ichabod's handwriting because I guess Ichab- handwriting is genetic. Perhaps <laughs> maybe you've never seen it. Before. That was that was it was, yeah, it was a great exchange. Um, what what did you think of how Lucretia of how they handled that the whole segment on Bones? I actually really love because like every time he was talking, Bones is just looking at him like he's a complete retard. Yeah, she's like, so that annoyed part, by I him. I just love. She's just like he's so annoying. This is so just not the to, truth. Yeah. To me, the best part of that yeah. is that she's like that. She's the weirdo in the relationship. Yeah. They keep paralleling how her and her husband are like Abby and Ichabod. So it's like she's the weirdo in that relationship. <laughs> but so is Ichabod. But she's they're so annoyed by each other. She clearly yeah. doesn't get, like, modern society yeah. in her own weird way. Ichabod has more of an excuse <laughs> for not understanding it. No, what? but I wanted to hear what she... I felt like I cut you off. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, like, the thing yeah, with Bones is she's very literal, very scientific. I mean, they've had throwaways, like, with voodoos and zombies and, you know, all these, like, supernatural, like, leanings. And she's just like, nope, always proves it wrong. So, yeah, that was why she's basically calling him a liar and an idiot. And I love that because it was, that was very spot on with the character. It certainly took away from the weird sex comments that were just <laughs> so not. I'm like, Bones is very open and blunt, but... You know, it almost felt like Anya on Buffy and not Bones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We should have sex yeah. now. Now. Yeah. yeah. I, I did like Angel's, um, all the dialogue between Angel and Ichabod was always funny. I always looked like he was about to laugh yeah. talking with Ichabod. Um, the one thing that I did have a problem with this mm. episode was the Greek fire. Um, really? 
Because well, I'm, cu- I'm curious. I had an issue with it too. Greek fire is not a gaseous fire. It's a liquid that's on fire. It's oil and tar mixed together with different chemicals mm-hmm. that literally just stays on fire because mm-hmm. you can't put it out because it's like oil. You put it, put water on it, it just mm-hmm. spreads it. So. For them to well, have things in the ceiling shooting down this fire, it would literally be filling the floor with fire. It wouldn't just, like, stop before it hit their head. Well, that's you're talking about real-world Greek fire. Yes. Um, I, this is the the mystical thing behind that. And I think that's what Sleepy Hollow does on the regular basis, is to take what we know in the real world to be X, and it's actually Z, um, because of all of these crazy stuff. And this, so it's magic fire. Um, what... I thought what threw me off a little bit about how it was handled, and this just goes to the Bones Sleepy Hollow yeah. crossover that doesn't quite work, is that, and I, I give the writers credit for this, this is about as good as they could have done it, is they did, they managed to, within five minutes, do an explanation for mm-hmm. both audiences that completely contradict each other, because they're both treated as if they're right. Bone, like Bones is has this whole thing that it's just napalm, and the show treats it as if she totally nailed it. Yeah, she, it's, it's totally napalm. Then they cut to the next scene at Ichabod's. She was not right at all. It was not napalm. It's actually yeah. this magic Greek fire shooting from the ceiling. I also like the while the the walls are not closing in, but the door is like, oh, this is one of those uh, this is one of those locks. It has to do with alchemy. It was like just bang, 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 bang. No I did. That was a, that was a Harrison Ford against the um, against the, the, the guy. guy. Yeah, I really yeah. wish they didn't put that in the preview though. Like that was a that was a fun moment in the show. Yeah. I wish I didn't see in the preview because it would have surprised what, me. What was in the preview? When he pulls out his gun, just shoots the door and it opens. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I had forgotten about it until he did it, and then I was like, <laughs> Oh wait, I have seen that before. Who are you gonna yeah. call? Fourth century BC. Aww. <laughs> uh, I mean, and that was very angel. <laughs> We're gonna go with that. He just, you know, that's his character on Bones. He's very just like. You know, like Harrison Ford. He just busts in, shoots stuff. He's a guy. Angel's the man for the job. Yeah. So their whole plan is to bring the Draugers into the... Tunnels. Into the tunnels. And luckily for them, they're literally giant mole people and can enter the tunnels at will. So (laughs) Ichabod jumps down there leading General Howe. Uh, I really liked the scene in the past with General Howe, though. The actor did a great job with Ichabod in that scene. His um, voice was, like, sexy. Well, because it's, like, everything that Ichabod explains about what he thinks of the general is, like, this was a guy who was very steadfast. He owned the room. It's Ooh. someone I looked up to. It's someone I worked for. And he was a brilliant strategist. If if Ichabod had held the gun to his head and be like, oh, fine, I'll retreat. Or if he lied to him or something, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't have been like, how could Ichabod really think this of this guy? But the guy's like, you're either going to shoot me or you're not. Because I'm not going anywhere, I'm not retreating, and I'm taking this damn country and killing all of you goddamn Americans or settlers, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, I, I really did like that scene because it really put things in perspective with how their relationship was and how Ichabod did look up to this guy as a leader. Yeah. Remind me of um, in Hell on Wheels with the general who became president. I'm totally... That's a very good show and you should watch it. <clears throat> <laughs> Are you being serious? I am. No, I'm yeah, very I like serious. I'm very serious. I interviewed the lead of it a few, few or like last year, and he had his dog on the table knocking over my water for the first 15 minutes. Oh, um, Anson. <laughs> Anson, yeah. I love it was, Anson it was pretty. It was pretty hilarious. Check that out. Uh, okay. Stand-up guy. Okay, so still a lot to cover in this episode. Uh, so we talked about them getting out, like, 
finding the little hidden place under the Capitol building, which was great. We got to go to like a historic location, which we don't do on a lot of Sleepy Hollow, and I like doing that. Speaking of which, so the um, church that that they find the bodies in is that the same Henry Parish Parish Church? That was in the middle of nowhere because they reference this church in the middle of nowhere. I don't think it was. I don't think, it's, yeah. I don't think it was, but I thought that too. But it didn't look the same. Um, but so by so by the end of the episode, they have to they figured out how to uh, weaponize the Greek fire. <laughs> Woo! With um, Cairo siphons or whatever they're called. Is that what they called them? I don't remember. Uh, they look like giant asparagus. Kyle Siphon or whatever it is. They look like those giant like pool noodle guns. <laughs> yeah. So these are actually yeah. a real thing, guys. I want to tell you this. So Greek fire was, uh, they had the recipe made while Alexander the Great was in power. I believe it was Alexander the Great. I might be wrong. Um, and he discovered, the he figured out the recipe and only he had the recipe plus his chemists. Well, what they did was they would load it into the boats and whenever the boats got into a into a match or whatever, like a fight with other boats, they would pull up next to them and use these Cairo siphons on the side of the boat to funnel it out so it creates a pressure that shoots it away from the boat they're on onto the boat that they're trying to shoot it at. And then the fire can't be put out, so the boat sinks. So the point of them was to have enough liquid up here to create enough pressure to shoot it further enough that it would light the boats on fire and not light their own boats on fire. Alexander the Great took that recipe for Greek fire and destroyed it so nobody else could use it again because he didn't want it to be used against them because they had the strongest navy. Very interesting. And nobody actually knows the real recipe for it. That's why it's kind of cool it's in the show. Nobody knows exactly what was in Greek fire. This history lesson brought to you by Stephen Lemieux. Uh, <laughs> I learned know. something today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like Bones, I learned all sorts of words I never, never knew. And, and I don't, still don't know them. I still don't know watching them. The episode. Um, it, was so, a, it was a point where they're, are they always like this? Where they are oh, yeah. like, big word, big word, big word. And you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Bones even makes a it. rap with her child of the actual names for them Bones. Like, because, you know, she is an anthropologist, so therefore, like, them Bones, that song is just, oh my god, it's awful. So she enlists the black intern to help her write a rap for her child to learn the actual names for the Bones. <laughs> oh my god. It's that specific. I, I feel like anytime <laughs> yeah. they start doing it, Bones fans are just like, well, eyes go wide and you're staring ahead and you're like, what is Angel seems saying? pretty Oh, racist. we're back to yeah. English but words? You were, you were saying earlier that they make up for this by being a character, by being character driven. Yeah, Bones is obviously a procedural, but it's very much like Castle where, you know, you get it, it's procedural but you watch every week for the characters. Like, you know, um... Sorry. A lot of people came over from Buffy just because we love, you know, Angel, and he's on the show. <laughs> and so there is a little bit of the fantasy element, so it wasn't too far out of left field, but yeah. I mean, are they, <laughs> what, what are you going to say? I was laughing just because people are like, uh, people are enjoying that you keep calling him Angel. <laughs> oh, we are going to call him Angel. Yeah, we, we came up with that before, ahead yeah. of time. And if he ever sees this episode, he no. will never talk to us again. <laughs> um, um, but well, if you guys want to talk to yeah. us a yeah. lot more than you do now... There's a great way to, to do, do it. <laughs> and it's on iTunes. Um, guys, thank you so much for always rating us, reviewing us on iTunes. It's, it's a huge help. 
I, uh, I love that, uh, you guys have done, cause there's a whole bunch of new reviews that we haven't gotten to. Uh, Brittany Crane says, uh, loves it. Edit, lol. Uh, <laughs> say, I'm new to the podcast world. I love Sleepy Hunter Watson religiously since day one. Recently discovered this podcast and I've listened to both seasons in less than four days. Well, now there's a third season for you to enjoy. Uh, she says, good day. All right, our engineer is putting notes on the thing for it. She also says, hashtag Corbenny maybe, and bring back Purgatory Prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually uh, heard, though, that their official ship name is Joenny. Joenny? Yeah, Joenny. Joenny. I, I feel like that's I'm going to... That's, that's tough. We yeah. can sing the, the Sweeney Todd song called Joanna, except oh, Joenny. Yeah. It'd be great. Jorben? I do like I that you Sweeney Todd. Penny? I love Sweeney it. Todd. Kenny. Uh, Book Girl um, 1981 says I listen to this podcast every week, exclamation point times four. Love the host, exclamation point times seven. <laughs> However, I do find them a bit negative on the show sometimes. One major negative that is constantly brought up is that a lot of characters tend to immediately be attracted to Crane. Hello, exclamation point times four. He has a British accent is completely hot, exclamation point times three plus three T's. Who wouldn't, exclamation point times five. I don't find this hard to believe at all, exclamation point, other than I do love this show and keep up the good work, exclamation point times five. My point wasn't that Ichabod isn't hot. It's that you have a cast full of people who are hot. Well, he has hockey hair and a British accent. And you uh, put the queen on your money. Yeah. I mean, once they brought in Joe Corbin, I was like, mm. uh, I don't know, Ichabod. I might switch to Team Corbin. I might actually switch to Team General Howe at this point. Zach has a question for you. Zach has a question for you. Well, I was just going to finish shout out so we can get back to the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to blow through uh, a little bit of Monica says, Where's Jackie? I like that. That was the question. <laughs> But love you guys, but you really need Jackie around to curtail ter- to curtail terrible ideas like bringing sexy Betsy to the present. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I'm not saying I want it. I'm saying I think that's where we're going. Uh, to be clear, that's just a prediction for what is I think is going to happen on the show. Um, there's a whole, there's a bunch more, but just getting through. Uh, Lex eight 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 says great podcast, great new panel. Michael B eighty five says <laughs> love you guys. Panel. As opposed to what? <laughs> <laughs> we have been the same panel pretty much. We're we're still we just, young. I that I might be a, a veiled. Uh, I hate Matt Lieberman comment. I, I mean veiled. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text him after the show. Let him know that. that Love you guys. By Michael B eighty five. What a Pandora mean and that Abby and Crane were different from the others. The other witnesses. The same commit by giving by Orion, saying that the witnesses was only to observe the end of days. I want them to bring back Orion because I feel like Orion had some of the same points that Pandora brings up. Uh, from one sleepyhead to another, it says great podcast to compliment a great show. I found this podcast as for another sleepy hollow podcast I listen to. Stop doing it. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Halfway through season two, they just dropped it. Well, we um, like pain. I'm glad I found you guys. Uh, the crew is top notch and wonderful. Steven is hilarious because of his puns and his not so subtle adult humor quips. He does from time to time. Does them all the time. Um, Zach and Jackie are amazing as well, and the whole crew works together perfectly. Their theories are very creative, interesting, and sometimes crazy that the idea of them never crosses my mind. And there's a bunch more you can No, I, I like oh, this, I though. I hope okay. the Sleepy Hollow writers listen to your podcast and listen to your theories. If they did, the show could last for a very long time, like ten seasons or possibly even longer, because it would make it that much more compelling. Alright, let's Bones take a look 11, at... So. Yeah, well, let's take a look at Bones and say maybe yeah. we cap it at, like, six or seven. Um, Alright. 
Let's let's get thank you to everyone who's been writing. <laughs> I just want. I also want to give a shout out to um, people who also comment on the YouTube videos. We love those comments. Someone who was commenting um, there from like a holistic health center was commenting on it, and I just thought that was cool because I was like, "Hey, you like our show too," and it was, seemed like an unlikely fan. Yeah, it's all, also I love hearing from you guys. Um, I like holistic health. I'm down with it. Um, but let's let's get back to the episode because we're running low on time. Um, I want to talk about how everybody seems to know August Corbin. Yes, um, oh. that Booth from Bones yes. is like to old him as what? Angel. Yeah. Angel. I'm sorry. It's just even. It's so ridiculous. I've lost my. Ew. I lost my head. How the hell does he know August Corbin? <laughs> because writing for the hell of it. That's why. Wow. Like, but it seems like everyone on the show this year has because whoever uh, Jenny and uh, Corbin Juniors. Like freckly Latina friend is uh, she? Freckles. She hasn't told us her name yet. I don't know what to call her. I, the fans actually Not do. The fans do know her name, and she's been made a series regular. Um, we'll we'll retweet it again, but I mean, I, I don't mean I haven't even looked at IMDb. I could. I just I wanted her to say it on the show. I want to like learn that the fans o- the fans only know it because they did a press release i don't think it's actually been mentioned on the show. no it hasn't that's the thing is they specifically yeah. have not called out her name yeah um anyway her whoever her boss is apparently knows august corbin as well or knew august um well he's the head of this like underground dealing ring which is interesting because according to what jenny knows about him that would kind of put him at odds with corbin but they were like they were like uh, war buddies or something. I, I said this to Zach to like, write a note of it, but I just remembered it. Is It's interesting because last episode we had um, Jenny talking to Abby and talking about their dad and things like that. Now you have Abby's looking for their father and to try to find some good in him and trying to see, see if he is a different man than she remembers. And we can... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We can compare that. We can form a comparison of that with... Jenny had her father figure. Jenny had August Corbin, who was the greatest man ever in her mind, the best. He but really Abby cared had about him too. I know. Well, Jenny was the one that he really like was with August as a father figure. But you look at it, and now she's finding out all this new stuff that maybe he's not. So you have you have Abby trying to find out that her father was someone she's not that he wasn't to her and Jenny's finding out now that her father figure is someone that he may not have been to her. Yeah, it's a great parallel. I'm very interested to see who this guy is. They build they're building him him up as a mystery. What if it is their dad? Uh-huh. No, but they showed a yeah. picture of him and it doesn't match. Doesn't no, it not match the picture? The uh, it doesn't match because I thought the picture that um it's not all that, not red that you herrings. can, not that you can rule out like you, like not that you could have ruled out like they could have had a white guy play their dad, but um, the pictures that Abby has of her dad, I thought they were of an African American guy. Yes, they but, were. They but were. you know how they take this and go like this, Ooh, full circle. Reynolds is investigating, and the team that Abby was invited to be on, the strike team or investigation team, is investigating Nevin because he's the head of this entire operation that Jenny just tried to set up a meeting with. with That's yeah. true. He's and very now, angry. Abby's got some splaining to mm-hmm. do. Oh, which, girl, you got some which splaining to do. Seems, it does seem like a little unfair that if he supposedly knows her so well and 
you would assume at some point they talked about how her and her sister had a falling out for years. I would assume that. Like, if I would assume that the level of friendship slash romantic relationship they had, their personal lives would have been discussed. So it seems weird to me that he's, like, jumping down her throat for her sister's actions when their friendship is relatively new. Like, their rekindling is relatively new. So it seems unfair. Don't I mean, use too much kindling around <laughs> Greek fire. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. You know, I, ran, I had a run in with Greek fire once, and uh, she was mighty fine. <laughs> Thank God that character's gone. Uh, he'll be back. <laughs> He's like a bad penny. He's always turning up. You can't kill Holly. <laughs> Case will always flare up once in a while. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yucky. Speaking of yucky. Things flaring up. Before we head out, I think we're going to have to take a little trip. Oh, she did you tell her about I it? I did not, oh, so this no. is going to be fun. Because wow. as we go on a little journey to Sleepington Abbey. No. No. Explain it. You have to say things that are very scandalous, but in a British accent. But in a British this accent. week on Sleepington Abbey, universes collide as those of Bonesville mm-hmm. come to Sleepington Abbey for a visit. I say, Mr. Mrs. Bones and Mr. Booth were constantly discussing their love life and pressing their views on both Mr. Mills and Mr. Crane that they should fornicate in public. <gasps> Most scandalous! Scandalous indeed. I saw Ichabod Crane holding a bowling ball while talking to a woman of the opposite gender. Worst of all, she was dressed up like the nation's flag bearer Betsy Ross while showing ankle. Most scandalous. The characters from the Bones world specifically did not believe in this in the supernatural, which I felt was very scandalous. Most scandalous indeed. Well, I'm guessing I'm going to have to do a really bad British accent and talk like this. But to me, if you're going to be fighting zombies, I think you should find the better choice of a chiseled jaw. Geek God, where was Bruce Campbell with all the Evil Dead references? This is very scandalous. Bruce Campbell was busy because on Sunday, October 31st... Saturday. Or Saturday, (laughs) Ash vs. Evil Dead premieres on Stars. Uh, that was a selfless live read for because we're doing the after show and I might get to meet Bruce Campbell because I really want to. But one last one, one I last that one. Show. As a medical student mm. at a school, one of my <laughs> classmates was trying to die, then be revived again. But, but when I'm her gay. boyfriend did it and didn't see anything, he was angry and took a skull off of the cadaver and beat his girlfriend's face in <laughs> without a lawyer. Most horrifying. <laughs> I know one guy was gay, even though he talked like this. I know, that was so random. I was like, yeah. um, I'm gay, so you're wrong. Um, my, I lost my wife, so you're wrong. Yeah. That's, that's unfair. You don't know You don't know everybody else's life. They yeah. might, Somebody's truth might be gay and still... I saw her. that the well, Sleepy Hollow is, after show went one minute over the hour. Not on topic 
in the slide. Well, you can't be alone. The, 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 there was so much faulty logic happening, but you can be alone with someone and, and say that night was crazy without it meaning something sexual. So he's like, I'm gay. I'm gay and that solves everything. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. Stop. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, let's do a quick round of predictions. There we go. Quick one. TV predictions. She's still good. I still think that she's good. All right. Pandora, evil as she may look, you know what? Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> by its All right? sneaky face She's cover. got a box and stuff's coming out of it, and they're destroying it. And Ichabod and Abby are going to be all up in that box destroying stuff. I'm clutching my pearls. No scandalous. I am clutching my pearls. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't even. Nobody knows what's in that box. Obvious. I was just like, "What?" <laughs> no one uh, knows. Jackie, what are you thinking? I do. I do predict that something's going to happen. Not necessarily that Zoe is evil, but I predict that she might be blackmailed or um, have her mind controlled or something, where she, it, it, like, she'll be appearing evil to them. She be- or just becomes evil, gets yeah. corrupted. I mean, who knows what is next in Pandora's box? What she <laughs> or who? <sighs> Um, well, the last thing, thing she's got left is love in her body. Oh, <laughs> I agree with Steven. I still think that there is more to Pandora. I don't think she is straight up evil. I think she is misguided. We saw more of her like reptile face coming through in this episode. So I think we're going to see her in her true like crazy Pandora form soon. Um, so... Lucretia, do you have any ridiculous uh, words knowing nothing about this going forward? Or a Bones prediction? <laughs> well, I predict that hopefully Bones will end this season and I'll start watching Sleepy Hollow again. Cause you I'm can just both. I know. <laughs> if you guys want to make your own Pandora's box for Halloween, there's three easy steps. No, 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 no. no. Cut it off. Oh, no. Thank you so much for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV. Until next week, Jackie Borowski, where can the people keep up with you? Uh, my website, 123jackieb.com. That's where my Twitter and my Instagram. My blog is... I don't know why I said it that way. Steve Lemieux. <laughs> Just follow 123jackie underscore B on Twitter so she can get as many followers as I am, so yeah, I can't say that anymore. Steven shoved it in my face. <laughs> I have more followers than you. And follow me at Steven Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Well, you can follow me anywhere at Lucretia Lyon because there is no one else, and that is L A C R E T I A L Y O N. And see me at the Comedy Store this Saturday night. Yes, Halloween at seven thirty in the Belly Room. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Thank That's you, really thank you guys for having me. Uh, you guys can tweet at me throughout the week, throughout the show, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, and I'll be here after I was on a whole bunch of shows, including Doctor Who, The Leftovers, and what this starting this Sunday, Grim comes back. Yay, Grim! Um, I'm so excited for that, guys. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks, thanks for, for geeking, geeking out, out with us. us. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Good night, sleepyheads. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 